And wait no longer. Greatness has arrived. Welcome to the Trophy Room, a PlayStation podcast made by the players for the players. I am your host, Joseph, aka Mr. Badbit, and it's here where me and my best friend Kyle talk about the latest, the greatest in all things PlayStation. Of course, you can listen to this show wherever you get your podcasts and on YouTube at Bad Bit Games. And if you like what you hear, you could please consider dropping us a five-star review on iTunes. Or if you really, really like us, you could drop us a buck over at patreon.com slash badbit. So with all that said, with all that out of the way, the greatest co-host, whoever is, whoever will be, Mr. Kyle Stevenson, how are you, sir? Doing pretty good. Yeah? Pretty well. Well, I forget what grammar is. It's a <laughs> pandemic. It's been like eight months before I stepped inside of a workplace. Yeah. I don't know. How to speak words. <laughs> well, real talk, right right here, right now, for those of you who are sitting at home and you're like, wait, two podcasts in one week? Crazy. What is going on? It's crazy. It's Dude, I know, right? Oh my gosh, <laughs> we're doing this for free? So uh, there's been a state of play, which means even more PlayStation news has dropped, and even more PlayStation news has dropped on top of that. So this week, what we're going to do is we're going to give our reactions, going to give you step-by-step the games that came out, our thoughts on them on this latest state of play, and then we're going to bring you the news like we always do each and every week. Sound cool? Sounds great. Sounds rad. So usually each and every week we start off by what you've been playing, right? But we got this state of play. So this week, I'm going to switch it up. Kyle, yeah. how were you feeling walking into this event? What were your expectations for this uh, state of play? Because it's been a while. Yeah. Um, well, it, it feels like it's been a while, but the, the PS5 event thing was what? Only a month ago or so? Yeah. Yeah. So like but yeah, days really drag on during this time. Um going into this, I I was I had my expectations set pretty pretty decently. Um mm-hmm. it, it certainly helped that they came out and they told us what this was going to be. Right. And uh like no PS5 hardware news, business side pre-orders, dates, whatever however it costs. Yeah. No PlayStation Studios stuff. It's all going to be like third party you know, look-ins at PS5 stuff that was shown at the last event and PS4 and VR stuff. So I think I was, I was pretty good going in expecting what we, what we saw. Yeah. I really like how PlayStation set this, these expectations this time around where they were just like, listen, we're not giving you like, there was no tease before the show of like Mm -hmm. any big developers coming in. So when they're just like, Hey, this is just some PS4, PSVR games and some updates on some PS5 games. This is exactly what I was thinking of this event where it's not going to be many huge titles, but they are going to give you updates on games that, you know, were in the press release after the, the PlayStation 5 reveal, but were in the show like the pathless. Um, and then filling out some of the obligations that they have to games like Vader Immortal, where they have to put that game out. They said summer, and we haven't seen a trailer of it. So yeah. walking in, my expectations really ground level. Uh, and I really like that they set those expectations up. They didn't go, you know, live gameplay of X, Y, and Z, and it not be there Aaron Greenberg. So mm-hmm. with that... Kyle, I have a list of all the games shown off. Yeah, I see. I'm going to riddle them off here. 16, and I want to know. To be exact. Six, first off, 16 games, 40 minutes. Pretty good. Not bad. Not bad. Yeah. So let's go into each one of these games real fast right now. So let's talk about, first and foremost, uh, Crash Bandicoot. Hell yeah. Uh, what is it? Is it about time, right? This is the fourth game in the series. I believe that's what the subtitle is. Yeah. Uh, now, it's not the fourth game in the series. It is. 
them rebooting what came after three. Right. So like they're they're getting rid of all the Activision only games and, and restarting the story. Cool. And so <clears throat> with the success of the Crash trilogy, mm-hmm. I'm not the huge Crash fan. Like as a kid, my platformer was Mario. I know yeah. you've been a PlayStation boy all your life. Uh, Watching this game, are you excited for the things you've seen as a Crash fan? I'm I'm very excited. The fact yeah. that there's multiple characters for, other than Crash, we have Coco and uh, Dingo Dial. I th- <laughs> yes, I think it's Dingo Dial, um, <laughs> who got shown off, and it looks like he plays differently and like mm. different strategies to get through the levels. I love that they showed off a mirror mode where the aesthetic, depending on what universe it is in, it changes up. Like it could yeah. be. Completely white, and as you like break open boxes, paint splatters everywhere, which is my favorite. Or yeah. like the old school film thing where the levels are sped up and it looks like film rolling. Yeah. Um, I think a lot of love, a lot of tender love and care went into this, and I think Toys for Bob's did it's such an amazing job with the Insane trilogy. Yeah. Um, and as, seeing as how well, you could play as well as, as the Spyro because it did Spyro the Spyro one too. Yeah. Like. They deserve to do their own stories set in this world because they obviously love it. I love the costumes that you get. Yeah. Um, I love that you can play as like Coco and uh, and all the other characters there. That's really cool. And they all have their own unique abilities. The mm-hmm. platforming looked fun. I'm not a huge platforming yeah. person, but honest to goodness, is this a $40 game or 60 Do you know that off the top of your head? Uh, I believe it's 60 All right. Because honestly, it, it looks good. Like this... this I think that they even touched up, uh, touched him up a little bit and it looked fantastic on my end. So again, I'm not into platformers, but crash, you know, four looks really great. Now with that, let's it is about, 60, by the way, let's talk about Hitman three. Want to talk yeah. about Hitman three? Because you were saying during the live stream <laughs> of which gang, this episode of the trophy room should have said that we're it's live mistakes yeah. happen. Guess what? That's it. You know, like <laughs> blemishes. Uh, Hitman 3 happened, and during it, you're like, I've been thinking about going back into this game. Like, yeah. or, or I was trying like, it should, out. I, should I experience the first two games in this trilogy before yeah. this one? Like, is it worth it? got it? us excited for the PS5 reveal. Yeah. And then it turns out, Kyle, Hitman 3 in yeah. VR. Not just Compl- to mention that, the entire trilogy yeah. is in VR. The entire game. Like yeah. it, it's like Resident Evil Seven version. You play the whole thing in VR. Hell yeah! Yeah, yeah and, and and I love the trailer because you're following the target into a bathroom, um, and you, you end sentence there. That's why I love the trailer. Bam! You're taking dumps together. It's great. Uh, but like toilet humor aside, you walk in. He's staring out the window for some odd reason. And I thought you're like, you're going to Spartan kick him out the window because Hitman's yeah. all about that insane, like, ways of assassination. And you just grab, like, the, the wire to strangle him. And so it looks like you're, you're, you control with the PSVR mm-hmm. controllers. And I would not be shocked, Joe, if kicking him out the window is not an option. Because yeah. Hitman is, uh, from what I've seen and watched, I've watched plenty of Let's Plays of it. But it's all about, like, you can take him out the way you want to. If you yeah. want to go stealthy and do that way, or you want to make a noise and Spartan kick him out the 110th floor. Like, yeah. you can do that. So, that's awesome. Awesome that this is a, a cross-gen game. Awesome it's coming to PSVR. We we see that a lot here, and that they're not giving up on PSVR. Very much, they're, mm-hmm. they're doubling down on it, and I appreciate that greatly. The next Absolutely. game we see is Braid, the Anniversary Edition. 
uh, coming uh-huh. out 2021 with commentary included. They say they want to do so much commentary, it's going to make your head spin, but not so like, like if you want to be a developer, like this is, they're, they're trying to give you insight. It looked cute for me, mm-hmm. but it's not a game for me. What about you? What were your feelings? I like how I never played the first one a whole lot or yeah. ever, really, now that I think about it, but, um, I love the update to the visuals it did. I think mm-hmm. it looks way better now, a lot crisper. But like, I'm not, I'm not biting at the bit, chopping at the bit to play this game. Like, I'm yeah, fine. Same here. I mean, they they showed the the upgrades of like the 2008 to 2020 version, uh-huh. uh, which is just amazing how long ago this game actually came out. But like, yeah, yeah, like it looks a lot better. It, it looks like it's a lot smoother as well. But yeah, at the same exact time, I'm not a a braid person uh, or fan. Uh, with that number four on the list. Pathless. This was the PS5 game that uh, looks like should have been at the showcase, but wasn't. And there was now a there was a brief little glimpse of it yeah. during the PS5 reveal. It was in the press release afterwards as games shown off, yep. but didn't really have any significant amount of time. And this definitely changed it. Yeah, it looked really interesting. I know if I'm not mistaken, this is a an iPhone game that has been uh, uh, scaled up to the PlayStation 5. So you could call it a phone game all you want. It really interests me. It looks like you're traversing by shooting these charms around the world that help you navigate the world, help you sprint, and also I help I believe they're called talismans, I think they call yes, them. Yes, talismans. Solve puzzles and even fight cool-looking Pokemon bosses. Um, and you get to pet an eagle. You get to name the eagle. Yeah. You get to do tricks and shit with the seagull. <laughs> Not it was the seagull. Cool. Eagle. It, uh, it, yeah. Or did I say seagull? You, s- you said seagull. <laughs> would be better if it was a seagull now that I'm talking about it. Yeah, now I'm thinking I, about it. I said during the show, like, it gave me Shadow of the Classes Cross Witness vibes. Yeah. Just because, like, you are trying to solve puzzles based on the environment. Like, there's a, a moment in there where, like, she sh- the, the main character shot a... Uh, an arrow at a, a, a lantern, and it carried over across the lanterns and, and unlocks uh, a charm, yeah. which made, I think, something upgrade with the eagle. Um, yeah, he learned a new trick. Yeah, like and like and Shadow classes, you're fighting these giant demon-looking things, yeah. and it looks it cool. Is, I, I like that Shadow of the Colossus uh, thing. I would also say it kind of feels like a marriage of Journey as well. Like yeah. aesthetically, it's giving me that vibe. Yeah. And, and again, it's a Annapurna, giant right? squid, giant squid developed Annapurna, mm-hmm. Annapurna published. So this is a, so, so far we liked Crash. We liked Hitman. We were meh on Braid. We're also mm-hmm. on board with the Pathless. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Number five, Spelunky 2. This comes out uh, September 15th. Yeah. More Spelunky for any of us that are fans of it. I'm not particularly, but it yeah, looks fun neither. and goofy enough. Like as someone who was completely not into the Spelunky game uh, mm-hmm. when it came out, this actually gave me like, maybe I should like that itch to maybe jump into this sequel. But yeah. It's really cool. What I'm happy you? for uh, fans of the first game that have been waiting forever. Yeah. To know when they can play it. Cause I believe this was shown off or announced like years ago. Mm. I could be mistaken there, but like it, I feel like it's been just simmering for a while, and the fact that we ha- now have an actual date, September fifteenth, yeah. like that's exciting for fans of the series. Yeah. Uh, so Spelunky, it's again, it's another. I think it's a meh one on our part, right? We're like, sure, yeah, oh, really? Okay, maybe. 
next on the list was something I didn't care for. I actually played this at PAX East, which is uh, Geshin Impact. This is, I believe, a Chinese-based or Korean-based studio. Gives us very heavy Breath of the Wild vibes mixed with, I would like to say, maybe a Dynasty Warriors-esque like combat. Sort of. Mm. Sort of. Maybe a little bit. Game. Like, yeah, there's not, like, a ton of enemies that are on screen, like Dynasty yeah. Warriors, but, like, I see where you're coming from. Okay. Um, cool. Very action-oriented, yes. like, with with melee attacks. And because these are, like, more anime-like characters, everyone's sexy, uh, everybody's yeah. wearing not battle attire, but somehow it works. Uh, again, this was this was the pass of the show for me. Oh, yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah one of, I think, two for me. Ooh, okay. Where I was like, you know what? I'm out. What about this Focus Home Interactive game that we saw, Aeon Must Die? It was like a stylistic uh, brawler, neon-esque vibes to it. It looked pretty cool. I dug it. Yeah. Uh, I like that. It might be a weird way to say it, but I like how clean it looked. Right. Like the animation, the the character design, the, the world, it just looks clean. Like I'm watching like old school anime or cartoons on my TV at home, like on Saturday mornings, like yeah, everything looks actually, so clean that yeah, it gave me those Saturday morning, like maybe yeah. even like Toonami esque vibes mm-hmm. mixed with like vanquish. Like yes. That, and oh, it, yes. It looked, it looked fucking dope. That was one Absolutely. I was definitely into. Yeah. Uh, then we have 2021, 2021, uh, and, 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 Oh my God. It's we so tried. hard to say this. We tried. Anomution? Anomution. 2D Mutionism. cyberpunk uh, kind of giving me Akira vibes because it's it's a futuristic Japan, and that's all I could really say much for. It's another 2D uh, like action platformer, it seems. Yeah, and it's interesting where it's it, not I just... Wasn't. Yeah, it's, it's interesting, too. Like, it's not just side-scrolling from left to right. Like, you can go uh, north to south, I guess, like, coming at the screen and away from mm-hmm. the screen, traversing through the world. Yeah. Um, all they have to do with this... All they have to do is say this is a roguelike, and I'm in because yeah. it see it seems that way. Like you're you're going through the city, you got these stylish melee moves. Just give me the the a skill tree, and like I'm good. Uh, yeah. But yeah, I, I was I was digging this one a lot. All right, let's talk about it. It's here let's on screen. It. I I want I want to know why are you hating Bugs on Snacks. Bugsnax? I look why. Okay. Well, first off, Bug Snacks caught the world by storm with that stupid Hell song, yeah. and the mayor who has weenies for him. Yeah, <laughs> it's stupid fun. It looks cute. It's first person, and yeah, your job is to catch all these different bugs who are also snacks. And um, also, I got like you're a journalist, right? And you're yes. going for a story. So I think there's more like the the sinister thing that was shown at the end of the PS5 reveal and even mm-hmm. a little bit here at the end it feels like you're trying to uncover this 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 thing that happened in a world where thing, bad things don't happen like yeah, mm-hmm. it feels like it's a happy go lucky place and something real serious happened and you have to figure <laughs> it out and connect the dots it's um, so stupid <laughs> i I enjoyed Bugsnax a lot. Like I'm not yeah. gonna hide that fact at all. I <laughs> I 100 want that to be my first platinum on PS5 because yeah. I love that so much. Um, so obviously that was a day one in for me. That's a day one buy for sure. I mean, 
I get I get the appeal. Like I do like the comedy. There is still nothing here that go, like, like says to me I need this game or I understand sure. the hype. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I do like the comedy, so I'll give it that. Like it, mm-hmm. it, it made me feel nice. Uh, I forgot number- what. Oh god, there was a line in there. He said like. Oh, you're doing great. No one hates you yet. Yeah. Like that kind of comedy, I really, really love. <laughs> yeah, no one seems to hate you yet. <laughs> that was funny as all hell. Uh, it's the delivery, and I think that's the yes. important thing. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. Next is Vader Immortal. Yeah, I'm in. This came right? out on Oculus Quest. Um, this, oh my god, you're throwing lightsabers. You're, you're, god, deflecting blasters. Listen, does this game look? all in like the most impressive thing in the world no but you give me a lightsaber and then emperor lightning powers i'm all in and that comes out august 25th all all i need to do is all they needed to show me really and they did is give me the ability to summon a lightsaber with the force into my hand that's all i want to do yeah, I mean, you <laughs> saw them throw throw the lightsaber and then you know uh, call it back. That's all I call want. It back. That's that's dope. all I want. <laughs> like, yeah, it's gonna be clunky. It's gonna be it's gonna yeah. be silly, and I'm I'm all in for that. I 100 percent want to go on a one on one duel with Vader. Like, that's yes. definitely something I want to experience. Yeah, and again, like I'm I'm a huge Star Wars fan, so this was a get either way. But yeah. I really like how they're trying to do different stuff with VR, and it being Star Wars has me. All types of pumps. So I want to see how they how they work PSVR in here. But oh my god, wait! You also get so you also I just saw this. You get Kylo's saber. So it looks like you get to collect sabers from from the saga. That's mm. cool as all hell. Oh, I'm so mm. in on this game. That comes out August 25th. Joseph could be two and a half weeks away. Two and a half weeks away, Joe. Here's something that's gonna get your Jimmy Russell. So yeah, we, we got your your Star Wars right. Go for it. So this was a good like Kyle and Joe sandwich right here. Yeah, yeah. bug snacks for for me, Vader for you, and then follow up with Control AWE DLC date August twenty seventh with the little tease of what looked like Alan Wake at the end. Yeah. Hell yes. He's, and if and you don't he's know, been what, through some shit because he has a beard now. Yeah, if you don't know what AWE means in the world of Control, it's Altered World Event, mm-hmm. um, which, please play Control, <laughs> please, <laughs> please, it is yeah. my, hands down, my game of the year last year, um, and the fact that it was already announced that it's coming to PS5, mm-hmm. my biggest issue now is, am I going to play the DLC now, or wait for PS5 and play it all in one huge chunk yeah. That's that's my issue now because it's not any doubt of me downloading the DLC. It's right. gonna get it's gonna happen. It's just am I gonna wait for PS5 so it can be- run better? It's gonna run better because that was yeah. the thing with control, where it was like it was too buggy. So yes, absolutely. If it runs enhanced and we know it will, yeah, I'm totally down on this. This is a game that I want to go back into and dive into as well because mm-hmm. that game's story is just so rich, so weird. It was 100 percent up my alley. Uh, Absolutely. then we had one that we talked over cause we couldn't, we couldn't care less. This is apparently Dota auto chess and it's yeah. a big deal. Yeah. I think it's, I think around uh, other parts of the world, auto chess is a huge deal. Cool. Um, so a lot of people are very happy about this. Just not we, our thing. We get, we get this game called the pedestrian, which I believe was a PC game. Um, oh, you're playing as like, yeah, like writings on the wall and you're connecting like, 
different pieces of paper together or different signage together to make it across mm. the level. This was another like, oh, this is cool. Not not in the slightest for me. Mm. This was like, this was, for me, I think, Auto Chess, Pedestrian were the two, like the lull of the show for me. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I, I like puzzle games, I think, more than you do. So I'm yeah. definitely interested in this a lot. I like... Like you're seeing on on the screen, like it looks super interesting. It's not just connecting mm. the exits of the boards to the entrance of the next one, but you have to actually manipulate the boards themselves and put them in the right place for it to work. Like it, yeah, a lot of thinking going on. And I don't like like, to think that, like much. that. Oh my god! See, I'm watching. I'm watching it on the stream, so I'm a yeah. little delayed. But the fact, I don't know if that's just a set piece for this trailer. It probably is. But you go, you exit one board, and then the camera pans to a board that's in a different spot entirely, mm-hmm. and you enter onto that one. Like that is super, super exciting. Like I, I, I want to take paper down and try to figure out this. Yeah. Solutions. The next game. This is we're already on to number fourteen on the list here. Yeah. Hood, Outlaws and Legends. This comes to PS5 in 2021. Um, medieval setting. It gave us, what, what do we say? Thief and Assassin's Creed vibes, right? Yeah, I, I said, like, just because I'm playing Ghost a lot, like, I, I get Ghost vibes. Yeah, it's very stealth based. You're trying to get to, it looks like in the trailer at least, this chest that's locked behind a gate and you're just brutally assassinating everybody that stands in your way. And so here's why it does look cool. And I'm a little confused at what the game actually plays as because at the end you have the group of four, right? Who are trying to get to this chest. But as they get into there, there's another group of four that sneak in. So is it four V four, like, like a scaled down battle Royale type thing where you're all trying to go for the chest and competing like, like infiltration is, tr- infiltration teams like you're competing do you think get, it's get like we're, it's it's kind of like a payday situation but like there's two it teams infiltrating this tower maybe they meet up maybe they're setting yeah. traps for each other like i find it that weird that cool. they had that shot with like the four guys and as yeah. they're walking up there's other people already there also trying to steal the treasure that is true. And we saw, like, there's an archer. There's just, like, an assassin yeah. with daggers. Unless a guy those with a could be generic hammer. bad guys, too. Yeah. I don't know. I don't but, know. But, like, it's That's interesting. something we're going to need more info info on. And I mm-hmm. bet it will it, it'll be there. But even yeah. if that's the case, because I didn't get that from the trailer, and maybe because I was working to make sure the, the stream was nice and tidy, but, like, it looked really cool. This looks really fun. Yeah. This looks like a Joe-ass Joe game. It even gave me, um, what's the Ubisoft game? Uh, it's on the tip of my tongue. For Honor? For Honor. It gave me For Honor vibes. Thank yeah. you so much. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Then we get Temtem, which is the Pokemon clone, which apparently a lot of people really love. And seeing it here looks cool. Uh, looks interesting. I, I mm-hmm. was thinking to myself, you know, uh, if I'm PlayStation, do I invest in this company, try to make it a console exclusive, try to make something bigger out of this because it's so Pokemon heavy? Yeah. I mean, like, it's even down to, like, I think these, like, the little enemies are like let's be honest temtem but they're pokemon like also have yeah. evolutions and shit like mm-hmm. this game does look heavily inspired by pokemon but also looks like it's doing it just as well and from yeah. what i understand uh fiona in the chat is a fan um like the audience is there so yeah it's absolutely cool this is this is also ps5 2021 any thoughts on this no, other than it's a it's a big get to have on PS5 for a yeah. 
what I th- imagine is a huge audience. It's just not us. Yeah. I mean, I might try it out. I know. I think it's free to play on PC, but this is okay. this definitely a look and see for me. I love a good Pokemon. With that, we saw Godfall. Godfall yeah. has had, I think, a trouble go at it in terms of like getting people excited for this game. But we saw, like, I think this was like the last like 10 minutes of this show. I mm-hmm. think it was like just dedicated or well, how much? Let me see. It's a good like five minutes. Yeah. Dedicated for to Godfall, seeing the different weapon variants, Which, seeing all the different abilities. Um, I think that I think that's an appropriate amount of time for this game because yeah. we still didn't know a whole lot about it, other than yeah. it's a looter slasher. The thing I did like here is they set expectations again, going, "Hey, this is an old build. Hey, this is an alpha. You know, just so you know, it may not run the best." We're, yeah. we're, we're still working on this game still in development mm-hmm. so i like that they kind of set that you know that set that precedent going this is you know still not a finished product we're still working on it even the gameplay you can see the guy behind the controller wasn't the best at the game yeah, no. mm-hmm. uh but the action seemed there it seems like a to me the closest thing i could maybe give to it is a very over the shoulder a little more farther back than a god uh, of a god of war, just a little bit. Yeah. Um, with that type of of action mixed with like monster hunter, if I'm trying to blend things sure. again, where you get different weapons, like you get a standard sto- a sword, you get a dual wielding sword, you get um, pole arm, uh, a two handed sword, a great sword, uh, and a, and a giant hammer, and each yeah. of one of these uh, weapons have different abilities. So, like, the dual-wielding uh, blades give you, like, the ability to, like, slow down time for a second, then just do this cool teleport dodge and just wreck shop with. Uh, yeah. One of them, I think it was just one of the swords, had, like, a, a scorpion get over here Yeah, it was, I think, it. called Mortal Coil, where you yes. can bring them closer. Uh, the action, like, I'm looking at it right now, looks it looks really fun. But, mm-hmm. Kyle, you had concerns while watching yeah. it. Yeah, like I, I'm with you on that one, Joe. It looks fun, but this gave me a lot of okay. We're in a hallway now. We're in a room with enemies. Once we beat the enemies, we're in another hallway. Just <laughs> felt like we are going to be defeating people in a certain spot, moving to the next spot, defeating them, moving, and just like it would be awesome if this was just like an open world, like vast landscapes, and you could just mm-hmm. kind of go all over the place in wreck shop. Yeah, but I think it's it, what they showed in this. Like, I think there was a brief thing of like maybe a bigger space, but it's a lot mm-hmm. of hallways and rooms and yeah, yeah. Like, I don't know. To, to me, I don't think this game's gonna light the world on fire. No, but it looks like this is gonna be in terms of like launch game. This is gonna be a better launch game that we have gotten previous. So sure. they really want to push this game. They really want to. They they really want this to to sell consoles. I hope it does. But uh, from oh what I've seen, I, I'm, I don't know. I still don't know yet. I'm very excited from what I saw because this is a Joe Ash Joe game. Yeah. But I know, like, I don't even have to look at a toxic chat to know the, the commentary is going to be like, it looks empty. Mm-hmm. Um, it looks like there's no auto targeting. So mm-hmm. it's more like Arkham or like Ghost of Tsushima esque in I'm terms of how that. you're fighting combat, like no lock on. So, like, yeah. I understand it still has an uphill uh, battle to climb, but to me, I'm sold. I, I, I'm, I'm coming in thinking it's, it's not going to light the world on fire, but I'm, I am going to have fun with this come mm-hmm. holiday. And it's something yeah. that we can we can party up with because this is... Absolutely. They, they said no microtransactions. Everything's in the game. And 
it's all about loop progression. So it's going to yeah. be us playing with each other, you know, grouping up with, with uh, people in the community, wrecking mm-hmm. shop. And I, I do, it, I do want them to, they mentioned at the end, like, we'll hear more about it in the near future Yeah. of like, I want to know what the loot is like. I want to know, like, is it just those legendary pieces of armor that will make me look cool? Or does every single thing I equip change the way I look in game? Cause yeah. that would be awesome to make me feel different than your character. Yeah. Um, All the, the combat really looked cool, but it, the, yeah. the final boss fight just it wasn't great yeah it was a little weird like i i mentioned in the show like the one of the i think he was using a long sword and one of the abilities is like you could just teleport in do a couple like unblockable attacks and then you could run away mm-hmm. and it just felt like i could just spam that move over and over again and there was nothing the enemy could do so yeah. i'm hoping there's a long cooldown on that but like um if you're not watching live on twitch.tv slash bad bit where we're doing this live Mm-hmm. Uh, King Hollow uh, Fred or Feed, I think, in chat. Resident says, Link. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Resident Link, thank you. Uh, huge Infinity Blade vibe as terms of the Ooh. environment. I was like, that is such a great call. And it's now that you said Infinity Blade, like it matches up to my head what I was seeing. Like I yeah. couldn't put my finger on why this looks so familiar. And that's a great call. Yeah, really great call. I'm, I'm in for it. The armor looks cool. The, the fighting looks sick. Uh, I'm, I'm all yeah. in. And with that, that that was the event. Over sixteen games shown. Mm-hmm. We got you know we got a so I'm gonna run it down the list. We're just yep. gonna say yay or nay. Go, right? Ready? Go for it. Yep. Mm-hmm. Crash Bandicoot. Yay. 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 Uh, Hitman Three PSVR mode as well. Yay. Yay. We had Braid Anniversary Edition. Nay. Nay. Okay. Fair. Fair. Pathless PS5. That's a yay. Mildly A for me. All right, we're still gonna add it there. We're still gonna yeah, add it. Yeah, we can, we can add two. a A there. Spelunky two. Uh, nay. Okay, that's a nay. So right now, three to two. Right now, Geshen Impact. That's a nay. That's a nay. <laughs> we didn't have to read that. Aeon must die. That's a yay. That looked cool. Really cool. Uh, Anu mutination. <laughs> I tried. That's a that's a yay for me. Okay, I'll give it a yay. Bug snacks. That's a yay. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Vader Immortal. That's a yay. That's a yay. Uh, Control uh, That's DLC. A yay. That's a yay. So right now we're up to eight yays, three nays. Mm-hmm. All right, let's get the fourth one in there. Auto chess. <laughs> Not nay. for us. No. The pedestrian. That's a nay for me. That's a yay for me, but... We can go nay. We can go nay. Okay, so that's like five it's to not eight. super high on my list, but yeah, that's fine. Right? Is it five to eight? I don't even know where I am now. Uh, that makes sense. Yep, okay. that makes sense. Five to eight. Uh, then we have Hood, uh, Outlaws and Legends. That's a yay for me. Looks that's a cool nay enough. for me. Okay, so we'll put it in nay. As of right now. As of right now. So six nay. Eight, eight yay. yay. All right. Temtem. Nay. Okay, seven nay. Eight yay. Seems like this is a pretty, is a mixed <laughs> show now that we're thinking about it. Uh, Godfall, I'm going to say yay. Oh, yeah. I'm a yay, too. Okay, cool. So it's seven to nine. Yeah. So pretty good showing. Yeah. And I, I think when us running that down right right there, yeah, you and I both had yay, nay on different games. Mm-hmm. And so, like, it is, I had more yays than you did, which is yeah. fine. So I think, and, and even when we're doing yay and nays, of course, not mathematical because yeah. it's not like like Spelunky. I'm like, well, yeah, but you know, like I yeah, need sure. some more. But yes, uh, so 
how would you rate this show given the expectations? Because mm-hmm. Resident Link in the chat goes, man, some people did not like this. <laughs> yeah. A lot of a lot of mixed feelings, at least in like what like the GameSpot one, I believe you said. So yeah, that's what, what he was what, saying. What were your thoughts here? Uh, on, uh, like at, one at, to ten. Yeah, one to ten. I think this was a solid. I give it an eight. An eight. Um. Yeah, it was a solid show. I'm I'm happy that they set expectations beforehand. Yeah. Do I'll I'll wait till you give your score, then I'll go into it. I'm gonna me. give it a seven. I thought it was. Yeah. I think solid to me would be a seven. I think mm-hmm. it did what it needed to do. I like how it did not set expectations at all in terms of like you're gonna see Call of Duty, maybe you'll see a Batman. Like I try to get your hopes up, <laughs> but like you, the games that I saw, I'm interested in. Like yeah. again, like the 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 games that I said yay on. I'm probably buying those games, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. So it, it was a solid showing. It didn't, you know, it, it well, I guess the next question, did, did this even need to happen? And that's where I was going to get into it. I yeah. feel like they could have, they could have added this to whatever this PS five final news thing would be. Yeah. I think that would have been totally fine. The, yeah, we like, the the three things that I think are coming out soon for dates, yeah. Blunky 2, Vader, Control DLC, that could have been their own separate thing. And and they could have waited like another week or two. If we are getting another one this month, I have no idea. To yeah. combine all these future year games, games that are far out with the PS5 thing. Yeah. Like all in one bubble. I, I think that would have been fine too. Like... I, I think this is definitely a filler show when we get in Absolutely. it. Like, yeah, so like I think this is here because the next show that they show at the end of the month or beginning of September when they drop all of it, uh, that price included, that's that's where it's here to get us the most hyped, the most, you know, yeah. ready to mm-hmm. throw down our dollars. I think a lot of this was like, okay, we have deals to be made. We didn't show some games enough at that PS5 reveal, so we're going to show them here, and we got some business dealings with the Remedy folks, so let's throw that in there, too. Yeah. Uh, you know, we still got PSVR to promote, so I think that was a lot of it as well, was just like, we have things to still promote, let's go promote these things, and then let's get ready for the PS5. But I think overall, Absolutely. solid show. Yeah. Solid. There were things that we were excited about, which is all I could ask for. Yeah. And so, all I can ask for. you know, when, when you don't set the bar high, I'm not going to give you the, you know, the, the, the largest ceiling to, to try to shoot for. Sure. Yeah. yeah. So Kyle, that was the show. I enjoyed it. I'm getting a lot yeah. of those games. I got, I got, uh, well, how about, hmm, ah, again, how, about how about, how about it's time to square up the news. Ooh, let's do it. Yeah. Uh, first, squaring up the news story comes from Jordan Serrani from IGN. And Jordan writes, PS4 sales top 112 million units. PlayStation 4 sales have surpassed 112 million units, Sony announced today, as part of its quarterly earnings report. During the first quarter of its f- fiscal year, April 1st to June 30th, Sony reported PS4 sales of 1.9 million units, bringing its lifetime sales total to 112.3 million. The mm. year-over-year decrease, Sony sold 3.2 million PS4s during the same time frame in 2019, was expected considering the approaching launch of PS5. Overall revenue from Sony's game and network services division was up 32% compared to the same quarter last year, thanks to strong software and subscription sales. The company sold 91 million software units during the quarter, according to its supplemental report. 
with 18.5 million of those being first-party titles. Sony released The Last of Us Part Two in June, which became the fastest-selling PS4 exclusive ever by moving 4 million copies in its first three days. 74% of all PlayStation game sales last quarter were digital, a significant bump compared to 53% from the same period last year. Digital spending has increased across the industry through the COVID-19 pandemic, leading to record video game-related spending in the U.S. earlier this year. Sony is well-positioned to capitalize on the market shift with an all-digital PS5 option this holiday. Mm. Uh, before we get into this, I do want to give a shout-out to RikuKill90, uh, who says, The show appealed to a pretty wide audience, which is always a good thing. I'm sorry I Absolutely. almost missed your comment. And I think that's you hit the nail on the head there. There was mm-hmm. a little something for everybody. Absolutely. But now talking about the PS4 uh, sales here. Mm-hmm. Again, like, cool, $112 million. I'm yeah. not getting any of that money. I'm good. It's good to see that Sony is uh, is doing really well in the PS4, and its final uh, big year did phenomenal. Like seeing yeah. seeing games like I mean, we're going to talk about Ghost in a second here, but like seeing Ghost do well, seeing Last of Us do amazing, seeing digital sales up seventy four percent. I know you're not a digital guy, Kyle. And I know also no. COVID had a lot to do yeah, I, with that. A lot of these numbers has to deal with COVID, I feel like. Do you think in this article they do say, like, you know, this could help the adoption of digital? Do you think when the PS5 comes around that they're going to prioritize that digital box over the, you know, the, the, the disk drive one? Mm. It's, it's tough to say. I don't mm. know if they'll... I don't even know if they've... Actually, no. I th- I think they know which one they want to like showcase more. I think that is the disc drive one. Yeah. Because why why not show that off first during the PS5 thing? They showed the disc one first, and then made it all sneaky by having a digital thing. They could have yeah. easily swapped that if they believe digital is the way to go. Um, I think that could that very well could change over the next year or so. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this is. This is awesome. Digital sales up makes sense for people stuck in their home. Yeah. I think I think they would have even sold more PS4s this year if they weren't so dang hard to find. I mean, that goes into everyone my, is buying them. Yeah, I mean, that goes into my next question of like, do you think because everybody's just buying consoles out of, you know, I mean, everywhere now, do you mm-hmm. think this this could be an indicator for Sony going, we can set the price high and I think people will buy the system anyway? <sighs> I could totally see them doing that. Yeah. I hope they don't, yeah. but I can totally see them doing it. Yeah. I Again, I do think these these consoles, man, I beat the drum every week. I think they're more yeah. expensive than we think. And I do think you're right, though. I I think it would be uh, foolish of Sony right now to push digital so heavy because every time they're talking about it, like every time they're talking about the the, the PlayStation 5 digital, they, they're talking about giving people options. Mm-hmm. So they're selling the PS5 digital as the options machine, not as the machine. So I do think they're going to be printing out more of the 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 disk drive version PS5 than the diskless PS5. But yeah, it's great to see that Sony's selling. And hopefully this also then indicates that next generation, we're going to see both consoles, uh, PlayStation and, and Xbox, really fly off the shelves because ain't nothing nobody got to do right now. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. With that, Kyle, before we get into the next piece of news, I do want to mm-hmm. apologize to our patrons over at patreon.com slash badbit. Now, again, this is a live show. 
mistakes get made every now and again. But I do want to thank our patrons before we go any further. Our new patrons, Fedger as a bronze member, Randy Scott Heisen, the silver member, and our Ryan, uh, Ryan Grant, our gold member. Thank you all so much for supporting the show. And our gold members, Ryan uh, Grant, Gavin Gottfried, Griffin West, Robbie Bobby Miller himself, our Silver Plus members, Marcus O'Neill, Ray Martinez, JB the Purple Monkey himself, and Tim Ulf. Thank you all for supporting the show the way you do. It's what makes this show happen each and every week. This live show wouldn't be a thing if it wasn't for your support. So thank you all so freaking much. With that, Kyle, well, let's so get into real the quick, next bit of news. We have, yes. we have some breaking news and some breaking. of the things we saw already. Okay. Breaking news. Let's go, oh let's go with the happy stuff first. Oh, God. Okay? There's bad stuff? Yeah. Um, oh, no. The, the hood that. game? Yes. Uh, Hood Outlaws and Legends. Yes. Uh, PlayStation tweeted out seven minutes ago. This Robin Hood legend reimagined. Okay. Hood Outlaws and Legends is a four v four multiplayer heist game. Cool. So it is four v four v four in multiplayer heist. Okay. Uh, the bad news is the uh, Aeon Must Die game. Yes. The one that we thought looked really really cool. Yeah. Um, according to this user on Twitter, um, I'm not sure where, but. It could be part of the studio. Uh, they tweeted out, and Wario64 retweeted, All Aeon Must Die devs quit the studio this week due to crunch and lack of payments, and the trailer was outsourced to artists without contracts. Wow. So, yeah. Uh, it has a screenshot from a, um, a YouTube comment. And it says, I guess, from somebody who was at there, at that studio, this trailer was created with abuse, manipulation, and theft. Holy Find shit. out the truth about the development of this game here with a, a Dropbox link. People have worked on every shot of this are no longer with the company holding IP rights. Oh my Some were not even paid for their work. The trailer has a pending conflict of IP. The real IP for the game was stolen from the creators via foul play. Final reaction of the publisher to this information remains to be seen. Oh my so, goodness! Oh boy! <laughs> yeah, it uh, makes again, you wonder why is, this was in the show. That's like, a breaking thing. Um, oh my goodness! I don't know fully the validity, but having Wario sixty four retweeted and right. you know the Dropbox link, I guess with some more things bolstering up that those facts. Yeah. Um, damn! Wow! Wow! Wow. I guess we'll give you more as information next comes week, out next when week. When things come out on next week's episode, we'll, Damn, we'll get into it. My heart more, goes guess, out but... to everybody that worked oh, so yeah. hard on that. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry um, you had to sit through that trailer knowing, you know, the the shit that you yeah. used to that you the time that you went through to make that and then you y'all quit and they still went out and I don't know. It's a real shitty situation. Real shit indeed. Yeah. Uh wow. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that hit me out of left field, Kyle. I didn't I know. even know how to get into this. <laughs> I was Oof. just looking because I saw Twitter notifications and I was like, oh, there's something about the hood game. And then uh, yeah. the next one down was that one. I was like, oh, boy. Oh, oh my God. Yeah. Well, Kyle, you want to talk about good news? Let's, let's go to, <laughs> to friend of the show, Adam Bankhurst from IGN. He writes, uh, Doom Eternal and the Elder Scrolls Online announced for PS5 and Xbox Series X with free upgrades. Bethesda has announced that Doom Eternal and The Elder Scrolls Online will both be released on PS5 and Xbox Series X, and those who own either game on PS4 or Xbox One will be able to upgrade to the matching new version for free. 
While Bethesda did not reveal a date for the next-gen ports of Doom Eternal and The Elder Scrolls Online, or go into further detail into what enhancements they will receive on PS5 and Xbox Series X, it did confirm the news and that more information would be headed our way in, quote, the coming weeks and months. Bethesda also noted that its teams are working hard on ensuring that both games will support backwards compatibility when the new consoles are released, possibly hinting the upgrades won't be quite ready by both consoles' holiday 2020 launch window. Wow. Uh, even Famous Seamus <laughs> breaking the news for us also on, on Twitter. Um, sorry, on the Casa de Batman Discord of, of that news. But getting to, to Bethesda, since we could talk, we got information on that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, man, uh, Bethesda wasn't at the show. Strange, right? Very strange. Like, I could Go for it. Yeah, I, because of... Um YouTube really screwing with us. Uh, we didn't really have a, a full like, pre-show of like what yeah. we were expecting to see, but I was totally expecting like Deathloop. I wanted yeah. to see more Deathloop from here, uh, since that is a holiday so apparently this year game. Um, I want to know more about that world and how that game plays. And shockingly, it wasn't there. Yeah, and what was the other one? Oh, Ghostwire Tokyo as but well. But that's next year. But that is a next year out thing. Mm-hmm. Interesting, they say coming weeks and months. So kind of giving you the illusion that they're going to be talking about this sooner rather than later. Uh, yeah. With that, again, they didn't set the expectations. Bethesda didn't say, hey, we'll see you at the state of play. So I'm not totally disappointed by it. But again, uh, It'd be cool. Uh, I think this is cool. I yeah. I definitely want to see Doom Eternal run on PS5 and see how pretty, even more prettier it looks on PS5. Yeah. Um, yeah. I still need to get that plat. Still need to play the multiplayer. Really? Oh my, well, we'll the only thing the I have left. Yeah, we'll farm yeah, yeah, the yeah. multiplayer. You don't have to do that That works for yourself. me. It's not very good. That works for me. But yeah, it's cool to see Bethesda going and, and updating the games and giving it that free... Uh, you know, upgrade treatment. Awesome. Yeah. Like that's what we want to see more from publishers. I like Bethesda taking the initiative with two games, one being their most, one of their most popular IPs with both being one of the most popular IPs, but one being the Elder Scrolls online, which definitely needs that next gen jump. Mm -hmm. So I wonder how Mm -hmm. those enhancements affect the PS five version, but I guess we'll get to that when it happens. Kyle. This is the next like major story, the last major story of the show here. La- this week, not last week, last episode, we talked about Spider-Man exclusivity on Marvel's Avengers. God, that feels like it was weeks ago. I know it was it only does. like two days. It was, it was like <laughs> two days, man. You blink and you miss Ooh. it. It started a fervor online. Yeah, it did. There's even now more exclusive stuff. Mm-hmm. May you please read this story. Uh, Matt Wales from Eurogamer writes, Spider-Man is coming to Marvel's Avengers, but as a PlayStation exclusive. In another burst of news that sure to vex Xbox and PC players, Sony has shared details of yet more Marvel's Avengers as PlayStation exclusives, including special in-game events, rewards, and 30 days early access to certain cosmetics for all heroes. Following yesterday's news that Spider-Man will be a PlayStation exclusive when he joins the Avengers roster next year, Square Enix has revealed that PlayStation owners will also get 30 days exclusive access to a legendary outfit, legendary emote, epic takedown, and nameplate for every new hero upon their release. This includes all six launch day heroes. 
Additionally, as outlined in a new blog post introducing the game's community challenges, essentially events that require players to work together on a large scale to accomplish a goal and earn rewards, developer Crystal Dynamics has confirmed it's prepping a series of community challenges that will only be available to PlayStation players. And that's still not quite all. PlayStation Plus subscribers will receive a free bundle containing a rare outfit, nameplate, and 100 credits with the arrival of each new post-launch hero, starting with Hawkeye. They'll also receive a special Miss Marvel bundle on launch day. Uh, well, all, all this, ex- yeah, we don't need to read that. Right, right? That's editorializing. That's you okay. know what? That's for me. <laughs> hey, okay. Kyle, will all hey. this exclusivity malarkey tempt players on other platforms over to PlayStation? Question <laughs> mark. Totally my question, and not Eurogamer's <laughs> own. <laughs> Will it tempt it? Uh, I think seeing the fervor after Spider-Man, mm-hmm. uh, the character, not the skins and stuff. Yeah, I think a lot of people who already own all the different consoles, yeah. I think it they're 100% swaying them to come over here and play on PlayStation. Or, it totally my quote, not Eurogamer's own, uh, <laughs> will it simply encourage them to punt uh, Marvel's Avengers from their wish lists and spend their cash elsewhere? And I'm also seeing that as well. Like yeah. it is, I, I'm seeing a lot of people um, who are upset. And I will reiterate this again, like I did in the last show. I understand that you're upset, and I get it. I'd be under upset too if I wasn't a PlayStation owner, and I only had Xbox or PC and want to play Spider as Spider Man. Um, I've seen a lot of them. You know, say, no, we're done. I'm not going to buy it. I'm going to vote with my wallet, which is your right to do. And I think that's a great way to do it. Um, Something interesting that I do want to point out since our last recording, something that the Square Enix store did, I think is really, really shitty. Yeah. Is if you pre-ordered it through, like, the collector's edition through their store. You can't cancel it. They already charged you for it. And And, like, so, like, it is... Like, they already took your money after the Spider-Man announcement. Like, almost, wow. like, immediately afterwards. Um, if anyone watches, uh, you know, Kind of Funny Games Daily Live, you've heard of the nanobiologist. That happened mm. to him. He pre-ordered it on Xbox, the collector's edition. Like, immediately after Spider-Man was yeah. announced, uh, he went on and they, like, they already charged him for it. That's like it, it's 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 a really shitty business business move. Well, let's on, talk on their about end. this again. Has your thoughts yeah. evolved on on because we what we thought and we've been corrected on. Donnie from PSVG uh, made it very well aware that yeah. hey, yeah. Spider Man, this is not the White Spider Spider Man. It's, it's not, not Insomniacs. Insomniacs. They've made that clear. This is their own version of Spider Man. Egg on my yeah. face, but I say just wait until if it's if this game's successful or not. Seriously, <laughs> just give it a sec. Um. This is an Insomniac Spider-Man. Kyle, that mm-hmm. doesn't change your mind whatsoever. No. I kind of think it's I, I, I think <laughs> at this point now, I said it on the show. I'm like, if this is an Insomniac Spider-Man, okay, this is now kind of shitty. I get it. Yeah. I yeah. Again, I get it shitty. But like, uh, if I'm going to put my PlayStation 2 on, which I def- don't, definitely don't work for them. But if I did, I was like, this is a smart fucking move. Yeah. To, to tie it down to be like, hey, this well-known property, this well-known IP in Marvel's Avengers, who made billions of dollars at the box office, if you pick it up on our console on PlayStation, you'll be able to play Spidey in the future only here. Right. Like, that's it's such a smart move, no matter how shitty it is. And it's like, 
I've lived through being in my 30s. I've seen the shit on both sides. Mm-hmm. So in some ways, I'm numb this to it. on both sides? Both sides. Uh, the, like, it's... I, I, I've lived through it. Like, it, yeah. the Rise of the Tomb Raider, the Call of Duty stuff, the... You know, the Destiny things, it's buying studios left and right. Like, I get it. It happens everywhere. Right. It's shitty. But again, I feel like this game is it's amplified because of the IP that's involved. Yeah. yeah. I think you I think you I think everybody who states why they are either for or against it have completely valid points. I think what you point out is like, yeah, where was the outrage when Xbox did it to Call of Duty? Right, where, where they had exclusive, uh, where they had exclusive maps, exclusive content locked behind a paywall for egregious amount of times, yeah. right, or, yeah. or, or time periods. Destiny had it as well, and people kicked and screamed, but it showed. People went on PlayStation to get, you know, uh, what is it, the Lucky Rabbit, right? Like people went there to get Thorn. People went there to get all these, you know, different strikes and and weapons that you couldn't get anywhere else. It works. And yes, we've seen it with Xbox where they buy out an entire IP for a whole entire year. That is Tomb Raider. That is known for, you know, it's lineage on PlayStation outright shutting the door on that. So like we could be upset about Spider-Man, but you also then have to be equally upset about just these business deals entirely with the companies that do them. Like, Mm -hmm. yeah. This is a shit move. I'm just going to say it mm-hmm. straight up. This is a shit move. And the reason why Sony did this t- uh, or did it to uh, uh, this game and not Marvel Ultimate Alliance is because, well, that was just a Switch only game. This yeah. being able to be played on, on Xbox mm-hmm. changes the whole thing. Mm-hmm. And so to see, to see them go, hey, we sold 20 plus million units of Spider-Man. We want people to, when they think playstation think spider-man because now it's our most popular ip ever mm-hmm. yeah we'll buy out how much money is it going to take and mm-hmm. at that point is it actually sony's fault when square enix accepts it yeah like yeah. you know it, it's not like hey you're taking this fucking money it, it's it's also interesting in right. in, in both in both like i think the ones that i keep going to is rise of the tomb raider and now this yeah. one crystal dynamics is at the center of it all oh, it is God, like yeah. very interesting that crystal dynamics it's a lando is solely situation. responsible for both of those it's like I, it, <laughs> it, it is the scene in empire strikes back where like crystal dynamics is lando carizian yeah and like whatever the deal is it's square enix is darth vader going we're altering the deal and pray we don't alter it any further. <laughs> like, yeah. It sucks. But like at the end of the day, I mean, even Final Fantasy VII is locked behind a timed paywall mm-hmm. uh, and Xbox will get that at a later date. Uh, these companies do it all the time. So I'm, I'm at the point where I'm just like, yeah, this, this sucks, but it is part of the business. Yeah. Both sides are guilty of it. Both yeah. sides take the money from from you know like again if we're gonna go to to call of duty or, or tomb raider for that money yeah like th- they took that money yeah so it is a it is a it's a sucky thing it's it's you know if you and i'm at the point where it's just like if you're so against it that this is not what you like you're gonna boycott the game you're not gonna play it you have total every right to absolutely do that. and i you agree know? with you on that one you do yeah. what you you feel like you gotta do i'm not stopping you yeah. at all and I get I, it. And I, and I feel like if any, like, if Donnie comes back in our Discord, it's like, yeah. types, <laughs> yeah. types in this, this, this manifesto. Donnie, I think you're completely right for doing so. Yeah. 
And if someone's just like, no, like Sony wants to make sure that you're in their ecosystem. This is how they're doing it. They want to do big, big dick swinging. They're right there too. Yeah. I, I, I I tweet like we can go on forever with this again, but like I tweeted out a couple of days ago where like, I love PlayStation and Mm -hmm. yeah, they don't get their practices right every single time or their services. They got a lot of work on, but being a PlayStation gamer and an owner for so long, I get rewarded in ways that are unexpected. And this is just happens to be probably the biggest reward of being a PlayStation owner. I can think of Yeah. Uh, besides like the already built in exclusive system. Uh, Like, Again, with the PS being a PS Plus owner, you get all these outfits and 100 credits every time a, a hero launches. Or like GTA Five, you get free in-game money from now until the PS Five port comes out. Like I'm yes. getting rewarded in unexpected ways just because I am so ingrained into the PlayStation ecosystem. Yeah, and I think that's a cool way for the gaming system, the gaming. A community that I love being right. PlayStation to give back to its gamers. I think yeah. that's cool. And I mean, at the end of the day as well, like, I know this is going to sound, it, it, when people go, it's anti-consumer, I'm like, yes, if you're two thirds of those audience, but it's very pro me consumer. If I'm a PlayStation player, I'm, yeah, yeah, like, you're right. I'm being rewarded. Like, this is awesome for us Yeah, because I'm planning of picking up this game. Now it's solidified that my place of play is on PlayStation. And yes, I will be rewarded for sticking around this ecosystem, which is what PlayStation wants. Yeah. So like in business, it's makes, this makes total sense. The locking yeah. of an IP that wasn't originally an, or, you know, an exclusive, I want everybody to same that share that same energy when Xbox does it. Yeah. Keep it, because I have no doubt in my mind they will. Like we talked about yeah. last episode. If Batman goes, hey, this is, you know, we bought WB Games, or, you know, yep. Xbox says we bought WB Games, Batman's an exclusive, cool. They need exclusives, and they need a superhero real bad. All yeah. right. I'm going to go buy, uh, you know, Batman on, on an Xbox. But like, same. To me, it's just like, okay. Now, at, at this point, though, that's a lot of stuff they're locking behind that, yeah. that paywall. Well, a lot. A <laughs> I lot. mean, it, it seems like, and I think, you know, Donnie, I, I think this is what gets Russell's, his bridges, and so with so many thousands of other, other people, which is they're not just doing the Call of Duty thing. Right. Where they're locking us out of content for 30 days or in, then giving us special stuff just because we're, you know, PlayStation players. They're not just doing the, the, the destiny thing of locking us out of some content, albeit shitty and weaponry. Um, but they're also locking people out forever playing a very, very identical, identical or identifiable, identifiable. Thank you. Uh, hero. Like, they're yeah. doing it all, and I think that's the thing that hurts so much, and, is that it seems yeah. like just overly greedy. And at the end of the day, we have no idea how involved this Spider-Man thing is. Mm-hmm. It could be something very short. And, like, yeah, you get to play as him, but, like, as far as, like, missing out on story stuff, it could be a mission. Yeah. It could be, like, uh, two missions, maybe. I don't know. If it's more than that, then I'll eat, I'll eat my own words there. But, like... <laughs> You, you mentioned anti-consumer before, yes, which I think is the funniest thing in the world uh, to me as, <laughs> in this terms, yeah. just because, and I'm going to take this from uh, Trevor Starkey, <laughs> another friend of the show, yeah. but he tweeted out when this news went live, and it was like it was inside my head and something I forgot to say in the show, our last episode. It's like, no one yells at Taco Bell for only having Pepsi products. 
right? These restaurants right. are Pepsi or Coke. They have one or the other allegiance. Mm-hmm. And, and, and no one's yelling at them, you're anti-consumer because you won't let me have a Coke. Or you're at a restaurant like, oh, can I have a Coke? Is Pepsi fine? Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. What else are you going to do? Like, that's what they have. It, it's based on their... Their ecosystem. You go there for other experiences right. and you get either but it's rewarded like or... like going to... I mean, you can even... I mean, that's a good point because you could go to Taco Bell and you're there because you want the Baja Blast. Right? <laughs> exactly. You can't get... I mean, you now you can get it in cans, but right. back when it first came out, like, that was the only place you could get Baja Blast. Yeah. I, but, like, Baja Blast isn't Spider-Man. <laughs> I agree with you, <laughs> yeah. but... You know, it's just something that I thought was, was No, funny. I think that's a terrific point. And again, like every, like all the points Donnie was making, uh, you know, yeah. were awesome. And the conversation we were having great was great because he was just like, am I just alone on this? I'm like, no, I don't think you are. I, I, I understand the frustration. I definitely do. I'm with you there. But again, I'm a white person in America now, apparently. I'm not <laughs> affected by this. And all of a sudden, my lack of caring goes away because I'm benefiting <laughs> from of it. So, like, yeah. to me, I'm just like, well, should I do? It it's, sucks, but I'm getting spotted. It's one of those things where we're all correct. Yes. Yeah. In different ways. And it's just it's just trying to find that common ground. Like, I understand where you're coming from. Yeah. But also, like, I'm coming at it with a different point of view. Like, it, we're all correct in our feelings. So yeah. don't be nasty to other ones. I think yeah. another, another thing as this real quickly that I th- think because of this is bringing up, I think, a discussion that maybe is out there but like it shows just how different microsoft and sony are, are talking about their yeah their ecosystems like sony is still all about the exclusive come yeah. to come to sony because we have the stuff and microsoft is like oh, for a couple of years like you can play it on xbox our xbox series x xbox yeah. one pc uh, uh x cloud like it, it it doesn't matter where you play like you have <laughs> options and playstation's yeah. just like and Sean Come Capri to us, wants we to have get dirty. Stuff. He's just like, give us Spider-Man. You know, we can play this game. And I say, <laughs> yeah, Batman go for you mean, it. Right? Oh, sorry, yeah, Batman. Go for it. Like, let's do it. Like, yeah. if that's what it's going to take, fine. Because yeah. I don't want EA to have this. So no, it's totally either. fine. <laughs> uh, and, and again, I think you're at the point where like, yeah, everybody's making great arguments. I think everybody's right at the end of the day. Yeah. Which is weird. And you could say then everybody's wrong at the end of the day as well. But like... Mm-hmm. To, to go off the branching philosophies, you're totally right. Like, Microsoft isn't here to make that, that big exclusive deal with Square Enix. They want this to be in as many devices as possible. So mm-hmm. they'll make deals with Samsung to shake hands with them, and then you'll get exclusive stuff for being a Samsung member. That doesn't make it uh, uh, anti-consumer if I'm an yeah. Apple fan, which I've gotten dicked over that's, by Game Pass. That's but something like, I've also seen last day where, like, people, I've seen people like, oh, I guess I'm going to Android now. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's... it's Cr- I'm crazy. thinking about it. I'm thinking about yeah. it. And I'm not waving the flag of anti-consumerism because I know it's Apple's fault. But also, I'm not waving the anti-consumerism flag because they made a special deal with Samsung where they get, like, DLC or stuff for free. So, like, yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. still going to probably get a Pixel phone, but I'm not I'm not overly upset about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, so, again, I think it goes to show the different tactics that both of these companies are using to broaden their player base. You know, and Sean Capri, if you can answer me this, what's truly anti-consumer buying out Spider-Man or taking away the option of paying $60 a year for Xbox Live to only try to force people to buy into Xbox Game Pass at $15 a month because you want to kill that Xbox Live service by migrating them over to your your Game Pass service. Is that anti-consumer? 
or even more, Nintendo delisting the Wii U version of Pikmin 3 on their eShop when Pikmin 3 Switch edi- uh, version is announced. Yeah, I know we're sounding fanboyish, but like, if, if this is... Every company is it does like, it. Yeah, it's just like, <laughs> I think we found out that none of these corporations are our friend, Kyle. No, they're not. They just want our money at the yeah. end of the day. <laughs> and that's the reason why we do the trophy room. It's not because yeah. I'm here to beat the flag of Sony, this faceless corporation, just because I like their console and I love their TVs. It's because we like the, the, the people that embody this ecosystem, the developers that make this happen. Yeah. That's why we're here. I'm not here to beat the flag of... Uh, of Xbox does everything wrong and Sony does everything right because it's there's just so much there's just so much gray area you know yeah so with that Kyle anything else you want to say to before we get into our very last story on the list no I just I I, I want people I'm not saying anyone here is doing it but I definitely see it online don't yell at each other about this like yeah. We, we, we circled it before. Everyone is right in this conversation. Be yeah. kind to one another. Video games are still awesome. Yeah. Like, and we, I think it, we it, can it, come at a middle ground where we understand where we're coming from. Just yeah. listen. And I do think, and I, and I do agree with Sean where, you know, it, there is a double standard and it's because times have changed. Like, yeah, if you take a look <laughs> at it, if you really take a look at it, like the, the Xbox future that Xbox One wanted, yeah, it's kind of here. We are going all digital. We are doing different motions and, you know, telling Alexa to skip that, that song type of deal. But it was trying to force that way too much so fast that people didn't like the, the removal of choices. And so yeah. I don't think that this is the, the worst thing in the world. Uh, because yeah, they're, they're all doing it. Uh, just PlayStation, yeah. I think, just did it too hard, to be completely honest with you. <laughs> I, I'm sorry for laughing during that, but, like, mm-hmm. Sean and, and Tim Broski yelling, I say by yelling for Twitch chats. <laughs> this is my inside voice. Yeah. Like, I, I, that was funny. That's why I was giggling. Also, uh, Sean Capri, it is possible to play PlayStation without internet, because when yeah. my internet died, I was playing Ghost of Tsushima. So, all yeah. you have to do is not accept the update, and you're playing that game. Yep. Check fucking mate i do it all the time yeah can can you play a game pass without an internet connection checkmate sean coming out here all right aim high willis aim high Uh, go watch the xbox drive they're fantastic absolutely Uh, with that let's get the 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 fanboy uh flags down for a sec let's talk one more bit of news that is ghost of tsushima yeah uh, this comes from another friend of the show, Benji Sales on Twitter. Go give him a follow. He's mm-hmm. excellent. Uh, Ghost of Tsushima is number one on the UK sales chart for three weeks in a row. <laughs> I'm triggering uh, Sean on purpose. He's yelling at the <laughs> chat. <laughs> I know. <laughs> All in uh, caps. <laughs> I can't uh, see you, Sean. I'm doing a show right now, Sean. <laughs> Uh, Ghost of Tsushima takes the number one spot in both the United States and Europe. Last of Us Part 2 is number five in the U.S. and number 10 in Europe in its second month. Cuphead, with only four days of tracking, makes top 20 in the U.S. at number 17. Iron Man VR, the number one VR seller in U.S. and number two in Europe. And the top five in the U.K. sales charts is Ghost of Tsushima, Animal Crossing New Horizons, Destroy All Humans, Mario Kart 8 Deluxe, and F1 2020. Sean Capri, I'll be playing Halo with you. Don't worry about it, buddy. We'll squad. Listen, out. I've never played Halo before. Let me let me know. I'll play Halo. It's gonna be that's nuts. So yeah. Anyway, <laughs> every time you say it, I'm like, I don't believe you. Uh, Kyle, Ghost of Tsushima's doing 
amazingly yeah. well, man. Number one, three weeks mm-hmm. in a row. Uh, even in Japan, it's about to outsell Spider-Man. That's nuts. That's crazy. And the success is fan-freaking-tastic. And I think Absolutely. it goes to show that the growth that we were talking about in the, in, uh, the middle of, of the show, excuse me, mm-hmm. of everybody's home, everyone wants to play a little something, and Ghost has that itch, man. And people need yeah. to scratch it. And so it's fantastic. Uh, anything very... uh, uh, in this tweet also catch you off guard? Shocked. Destroy all humans at three. Yeah. <laughs> Shocked. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm not saying it's a bad game at all, but I do not think that many people love Destroy All Humans. Yeah. I'm sorry, Mike. Uh, Mike Toundro, <laughs> part of Kind of NYC with me, loves crypto and Destroy All Humans. But I did not see it coming in at three. Yeah. Uh, Animal Crossing still a huge juggernaut, which yeah. is insane. Mario Kart 8 being up there. Well, you know what sweet. they say about Animal Crossing <laughs> New Horizons. What do they say? What's a what's a what's a god to a king? A king to a god? What's a god to Tom Nook? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> that's a that's a Yeezy line for the kids. Okay. I'm. Uh, it was from Watch the Throne. Maybe you need to watch it. Uh, oh, I'm surprised that out of this tweet, Cuphead. With only four days hmm. of tracking, makes the t- top twenty in the U.S. at number seventeen. Four days. Yeah, playing it on my PS4. Shout out uh, to Pop Agenda and MDHR for sending us out that code. I'm so in love with this game, and it's so infuriating, but like right? beautiful. And so <laughs> yeah. it's just like I'm like, uh, there's times where I'm just like, oh fuck this game, fuck it, but it's so beautiful. <laughs> Jesus, I'm fighting this like dragon, and he's just kicking my ass. It's just so much fun, and I'm so happy to see that massive success for them. Uh, yeah. Happy to see. Last of Us, number five in U.S. and ten in Europe in its second month, still tracking strong, even yeah. though everybody apparently hates it, right? Right. <laughs> Not us. Yeah. And Ghost of Tsushima doing fan freaking tastic. With that, uh, Kyle, you have one last thing here. You trying to sneak this in? Yeah, try to sneak it in. All right. I, to I mentioned it during the live show. I think Sean in chat was saying like, "Oh, shocked that there's no Call of Duty." Yeah. Um, from a uh, a verified Twitter account. Called Call of Duty News at yep. Charlie Intel on yep. Twitter. Uh, posted a picture of a box that, a big crate with the lock on it from Activision. And the note says, Do not open this crate until August 10th, which is Monday at 12 p.m. Eastern. So, Call of Duty announcement. I guess officially I put in quotes because Doritos beat him to the to the punch <laughs> uh, announcement soon. So, by the next episode of the Trophy Room, we'll know officially. What Call of Duty is this year? Uh, do you think it's that it's that Cool Ranch leak and that it is the Cold War? Yeah. I feel like it. Yeah, I like you know I want a goddamn like random box one day. You know that I need it like right because looking at it, it looks like something <laughs> I got to pry open. Like I'm, I'm bored yeah, for that. like they put a lock on it. Like anyone's gonna stop it? Yeah. people if they really wanted to from busting this thing open. Apparently, yeah. also in the replies, it says there's a letter that came with the box that you have to send a text to a number on Monday to get a code to unlock the box. <laughs> if you want to do it that way, dude, people are gonna open this. They're gonna find a way. What if exactly. it is Pandora's box though? <laughs> Like you open it, it just like, blows up. Like we told you, no, it's like an omnipotent voice. It's like an evil uh, genie pops up. It's like we told you not to open this. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We are forever. <laughs> we are immortal. <laughs> I'm like, whoa, yeah. what, Satan? I thought you were a genie. 
kind of, sort of. <laughs> this is my part-time gig. Yeah. <laughs> I work two jobs to support my devil family. <laughs> Gotta put food on the table somehow. <laughs> anyway. Uh, I would really, I would really love it if they open it up and it, it is just bags of Doritos. With the logo on. Dude, I guarantee you there's Mountain Dew in there and there's like Doritos and it's like a stupid flavor. And then Double like, XP on opening weekend, launch weekend, whatever just it is. give you a gun. <laughs> but it shoots like the Dorito dust. It's no, a it's Dorito an dust gun. gun. It's like, oh, okay. And on the notes, it's like, it's 2020, gotta be prepared. <laughs> Like what am I gonna do with this? Ooh, 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 yeah. And it talks. It's a, it's a talking. <laughs> Squeeze me. Anyway. Oh no, it's evil. <laughs> that one's also possessed. Kyle. Yeah. What a fun episode. This was a long yeah. one, but man, so much fun. We covered, man, the state of play, which we thought was was solid it was a good show Mm -hmm, we covered mm -hmm. so much again big shout out to our patrons i want to thank everybody who's in the live chat right now or who dropped by thank you all so freaking much even you sean capri out there thank you uh so freaking much should we tell the people in the live chat and on the podcast yeah i mean granted you probably won't know this if you're listening to later but like what's happening tonight oh my goodness so uh, tonight we will be doing a Fall Guys community stream. So hopefully we'll be here on Twitter or sorry, twitch.tv slash badbit where, you know, Kyle and I, we're going to be, you know, just jumping around being goofballs in Fall Guys. Get Everybody, that every, I got it. I still haven't gotten it. Oh, I've gotten four. four. Jesus Christ. I've gotten four, man. Uh, you know me. I'm always, always <laughs> the bridesmaid, never the bride. But, um, yeah, come join us again, twitch.tv slash badbit. And uh, we're also going to be doing a Marvel stream as well, Marvel Avengers stream. Would you like to talk about that as well? Oh, yeah. So this weekend, uh, starting tomorrow, or maybe just starts at midnight, they open mm-hmm. up. I don't know. But uh, the Avengers beta, if you pre ordered the game on PS4, uh, you'll be able to play all weekend. And so myself, Joe, and Mike Tanger, who I mentioned earlier from Kind of NYC, as long as his internet is back, because he got hit hard by the, the storm this past week, uh, we're just going to go in and do some superhero stuff together and see if this outrage over Spider-Man is even worth it. If, yeah. if we're going to stick around that long. So, yeah. like, yeah. Um, and if you're listening on podcast services, rate us five stars and leave us a review and tweet it at us that we're trying to get to 100. Once we hit 100, your first PS5 game will be on us if you That's win. Right. So right. make sure you go do that. That's what I just threw out in, in the in the Twitch yeah. chat. Look I at saw us. it. I saw See it. See that? So yeah, and yeah. when's the Marvel's stream? Because I forgot again. Remind me. Saturday night. Saturday the 8th. Saturday the 8th. We'll follow Mr. Bad Bit, who at Ninja73 to find out details. Follow PS Trophy Room, get more mm-hmm. details. We want people to drop in and out with us. We really, I'm, I'm really excited for this game. I'm, I might even stream a little bit just to get ready for it, uh, yeah. on Friday. So again, come with us on Saturday. And last but not least, yes, please, please, please rate us five stars on, uh, Apple Podcasts. Get a chance to win, uh, your first PS5 game on us only a five-star review no force that hurts us it really does so please don't do that please five stars okay helps us out thank you i love you and uh kyle you want to you want to pimp out your stuff i almost forgot that 
Yeah, Who at Ninja 73, as always, on PSN as well. Some of those friend requests, I just got a bunch uh, yeah. of you that sent me friend requests on PlayStation with lovely messages. Thank you so much. It means the world to me that you enjoy listening to the show. Yeah. And then hit up kindanyc.com to find all the other stuff I do over there. Yeah. And uh, you can find me over at Bad Big Games, where we talk about the latest and greatest in all things game news, reviews, unboxings. That's where you could get the video version of this show, if YouTube will allow me that. At the very least, YouTube, that's all you can do for me. And you can follow the show here as I become petty, the trophy room on Bad Big Games on YouTube on Apple Podcasts, on Spotify, on Google Play, wherever you get your podcasts, you can find the trophy room there. So with all that said, and with all that out of the way, everybody, keep hunting and keep playing PlayStation. Love y'all. Thank y'all, everybody, for coming out. Watching us live or not definitely yeah. means the world to us. See you next week.